show I know the drive it can be slow we ain't got street lights in Pine Grove but how would Willie fucking know <laughs> can you hear Polly's heavy snow why doesn't Willie ever show he told us once or twice before He'd come down to the Dutch Hall But hell, we heard this all before And now you hear him Polly snore I guess that Willie's a new show And now we got Polly snoring low You know, all we try to do week after week is just put together quality entertainment. All we ask is a few things to happen. Number one, we like to book a nice guest, you know? Yeah, Spend we weeks, you know, send messages, try to line it up. There's other people wanting to get on the show real bad. I got it in my calendar. Yeah, a lot of people do. But we did this. Some you need a guess. We didn't have. We don't have one tonight. He he no showed on us. We had to get a last minute replacement tonight. Man. Yeah, but he's great. And the other thing you ask for in a show <laughs> is that your bartender stays upright and awake for the entire, at least at the beginning of the show. <laughs> But I'll tell ya, you. Can really hear him he's more on time with his snoring than he is on his uh, egg shaker. shaker. <laughs> it's natural, eh? Yeah. Let's see if he can get the theme song right. No, we'll try him out. Yeah. Polly, play it. Take it away. <laughs> oh, he missed his cue. Wait. <laughs> there it is. All right. Play the theme song. Welcome to the greatest podcast in the world, yeah, yeah. live from the Dutch Hall. Mostly we are the greatest because of the greatest band in podcast history, The Nocturnal Emissions, who are in the house, comprised right. of Steve the Reluctant German on an electric guitar, Michael Bow on the rhythm over there, there, the band leader, the man that writes the music for the show, our good buddy The Rooster, ah. Dave Charters is here. On double instrument duty. Oh, yeah, I yeah. do it all. He does it all. Two times. And here he is, the the balls of the nocturnal emissions. The guy that makes it all sound good for the ladies. Whiskey Wes Hagens is here. And playing, coming right off a great snoring solo. <laughs> <laughs> He's alive! 
He's alive. He rose from the dead. All right. It's my brother. It's our bartender and bus driver. Paul Van Dyke is here and awake. Power now. (laughs) And as a last-minute replacement for our guest tonight, who is a a despicable no-show for two years running. We have back to fill his shoes once again. Eves Van Dyke is going to be here. Eves, thanks for thanks for being here, buddy. Hola. Yes. <laughs> and recording this for posterity is a lovely and talented, the beautiful and sultry, I'll call her. She looks so great today. Dr. Jane Van Dyke. Spoken. And I am your host, two-time two President's time. Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Let's get this show on the road, fellas. Mm. Oh, the bartender is elusive today. Oh, yeah, she needs a nap and a pee. But you know, <laughs> he needs a nap and a pee. That's right. He's, because I, the guy was, uh, I don't know if, I hope that really uh, the audio comes through of the snoring. I don't know how it <laughs> can, can come through. I think that'd his be teeth great. were floating. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Paul is, uh, but Paul is gone for a, a washroom break. I think, like you do when you wake up from a nice hard nap, eh? That's right. Yeah, he was like he a, a grizzly piss rod when he woke up. I think. Yeah, he looked like grandfather's old stocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he's back. He's oh, back. welcome back. There he is. He's back again. So we're back in the life in the Dutch <laughs> Hall universe. We got Paul uh, awake, and he's got a nice. He has his morning pee. Did you freak out when you woke up that you should be at work or something? <laughs> no, no. I fell asleep listening to the sweet sounds of nocturnal admission. Yes. It was, be- it was way better than any stereo you could ever play and lay on the couch. <laughs> I had nocturnal admissions play live for me. Well, I had a nap. It was fucking great. <laughs> While you sleep, it's a great advertisement for their upcoming gig. At, yes. In well uh, Otterville, right? It leads right into that, right? Yeah. You guys are going to be playing uh, the golf course in Otterville. Is it called Otter Creek? Yep. Another real classy joint. Oh, yeah. Hosted yeah. by our good friend, Jay, uh, J.P. Mooney. Yeah, J.P. Mooney from right. J.P.'s Barbecue, yeah. yeah. But uh, you guys are actually playing that gig, and hopefully uh, people bring their pillows, according <laughs> oh, to yes. Paul. Oh, <laughs> Maybe the a soothing seat. sounds of nocturnal emissions. <laughs> I don't know if he was listening to the same stuff I was, but I thought you guys were really rocking it out. Well, thanks, yeah. Pete. Hey, man. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, what do we got to do? We're what? done, right? Like, <laughs> your I don't know. Show, we did want. the opening, right? We yeah. did everything? Yeah, we're going to say goodbye to Facebook. <laughs> All right. I always get thrown Facebook. off by the Facebook thing. And... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so we got uh, we're all back in the house today. We got the band back together. We just don't what we're missing is a guest. And last year we uh, we made the same prediction. We have this guy Willie Naylor. He's an infamous figure in uh, our community. Many people from many generations know him because he's always remained the same age. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Will, Willie is uh, an interesting character. Not Dave. He was in our kindergarten class, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've known Willie for a long time. Yeah, since we've been like four years old. Yeah, he's aged a bit since 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 four since four, but he got to a certain <laughs> age and just stopped aging. I don't. Yes, so I'm I always I'm interested to have him in so that you, we can just find out what what course his life is t- is taken because I'm sure it's it nothing more nothing less than an interesting story. I should oh, yeah. say, right? It's been a long time since we had a nice chat with Willie. What yeah, age? So, what age would you say he's stuck in? If you had to guess, I'd go twenty. Three, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, low twenties, yeah, low to mid twenties, right? Say. Yeah, low, 
to mid twenties. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. I think all you have to do just to, to clarify to stick at an age is just keep hanging out with people that age, right? Yeah, and then you just stay that age. It's true a bit. Sorry. Yeah, it's true a bit. Or I have another kid. How's that guy saying on days confused? Yeah. Oh yeah, I keep right, getting older. All right, all right. They stay the same. They keep staying the same age. All right, all right, all right. Uh, he doesn't say it then, does he? Or he does. He does say all right, all right, all right. Doesn't he right after that? I don't know. He could. Yeah. Anyway, he has a nice tight pant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's very fit, isn't he, Eves? He's tight in the groin. <laughs> hey, Eves, you got any more Twitter what? traffic? No, 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 no. Why do you think it's a picture? Do you think it was the fact that you put a picture of your crotch and, yes, and tight blue cook. jeans? <laughs> your cook? No, not Twitter. What, what's that thing called? It's uh, what did I say? Swipe left, swipe right. What is that? Tinder. Tinder. Oh, say, did uh, I say Twitter? Yeah. Uh, cook uh, penis. <laughs> the what penis? Ooh, bulging. <laughs> I put a picture of my cook. <laughs> <laughs> you get any action at all? No one swipes your way. Ooh, a couple. A couple. <laughs> Sorry, my voice. Uh, I have been out partying for a few nights. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it takes its toll, doesn't it, Eve? It does Just blowing some cobwebs out over there, eh? Well, anyways. Yes. Yes. Take it easy there, Eves. Just have a little relaxing break, and we'll talk to the boys. I wanted to talk about a couple things because they've been really bothering me. Uh-oh. Uh Not really bothering me, but they've no- become noticeable, more noticeable. One, his charters every time he comes in. Uh, he's got nothing nice to say to me, Aww. right? And he just comes in and he's like, uh, he doesn't really have nothing. And I said, what's your problem? He says, I don't like the way I've been treated by you. Is that as you said last week, right? Probably not just last week. I probably said it more, <laughs> more than once. Oh, really? I just heard that's that was the first terrible. time I heard it? Yeah, the difference, I think the problem is actually that you don't listen to what I'm saying to you. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not that I'm not saying things, just that you're not listening. Well, I heard something today that from you, that was your second thing that you had to say, which has turned out it's actually quite a controversy amongst the the uh, Dutch Hall uh, community, and uh, Nocturnal Emissions in particular, is a song that we've written about a butthole. <laughs> it's a butthole song that we've written. Spoiler alert for those coming to uh, Swazis on April 7th or uh, Amsterdam on St. Patrick's Day. What we'd like to say is you're welcome. But it's a little spoiler. There's a little. There's a butthole song, and as we are writing this collectively as a group, many of us bounce some ideas off our significant others, our lady friends, right? That's right. And uh, we got a lot of input from our ladies on what they thought of the song. Stephen, do you know what? Uh, what did your wife? What was her input? Oh. As to what uh, about the song? You told me something that she said. Man, you're catching me off guard. Oh, really? Yeah. She said about something about uh, how uh, is this the statement that you want to make as a band? <laughs> that, that sounds like my wife. Yeah, <laughs> is, this, is this what we want to say musically? Yeah, uh, musically, do you want to sing about buttholes? <laughs> and the answer was a resounding yes. Of, of course. course. <laughs> Why would you not? Right? right? It seems ridiculous. It's so much fun. Uh, Michael had uh, another reaction altogether. Yeah, it's a totally different reaction. Oh. I had more of a questionable as I was uh, showing my sweet Kelly <laughs> the lyrics that we have come up with between our genius minds. <laughs> she uh, asked me if that was maybe a hint. <laughs> Thought you were getting at maybe something dirty. Maybe I was dirty. getting at something dirty, and I said, please, I'm a Catholic young man. I wouldn't think of such a thing. <laughs> I said, are you kidding me? This is just for fun. 
turn for jokes into, and whatnot. That's right. Yeah, it's just for good laughs. We don't want to turn it into a pillar of salt. Right. She was just making sure. <laughs> and I said, oh, that's going a bit far there, sweetheart. Did you? But I didn't blame her. I didn't blame her. Did you run the lyrics past your your beloved David? I did, yeah, but I started out with a story about the song first, like about how fun it was to write the song and what a real toe-tapper it is. And <laughs> I didn't do that. Everyone really enjoys listening to it. Like the music, you know? Yeah, yeah. The, music's the music's really great. good. It yeah, is a toe-tapper. And then I showed her the lyrics, and she didn't. I don't think she actually said anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was more of like a furrowed brow and a head shake. Shock. And then like... Just on to the next thing on her list. <laughs> she just died a little bit inside. Yeah, so. yeah she's like, "Oh, that's what David's yeah. doing now." <laughs> that's great. <laughs> this is what you're spending all that time on. Yeah, really good. Awesome. But it did lead to another <laughs> dilemma for you, David. Right? Well, I don't know if that led to the dilemma or not, but oh, oh but it, you did do have another dilemma. Do you want to speak about it on air? I don't know. It's kind of personal. But it, it does. It is kind of <laughs> fitting that. Because uh, we are on a show where our content is uh, Some, dirty, sometimes, sometimes questionable. Sometimes it's on the dirtier side, more <laughs> on the like, uh, I would say, uh, adult content, right? The show. Yeah. And you sometimes. are a part of the show, right? Yep. And yet you still struggle with moral dilemmas that would, if if anything we do that's off color, I would really do would would uh, impact your employment. And the well, yeah, not just that, but you know, just my morals in general. I think the listenership can uh, can attest to my uh, you know staunch beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you guys are offside, I usually call you on it. That's right. right. My, and on on air and off air. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We, we've understand. had dilemmas on the road before, right? Yeah, that, that was a big dilemma on the road. You felt we were singing a racist song. <laughs> well, a I song didn't, that was feeding into racism. Not until I heard the crowd's reaction, and then I started to question whether or not it was a good. Because idea. you knew our <laughs> intent was not anything. Uh, yeah. Anything that was prejudiced just, at all. Just a funny, funny joke. Just right? funny jokes and stuff, and all in good fun. Turns out there are people in the world who really dislike other cultures. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and they really liked the fact that they thought we were, we were saying what they said, but we weren't at all, yeah. right? Or what they thought. It or just something. happened to be. Yeah. So I struggle with these things on the inside. Yeah, but it happens with the show too, because remember we had, uh, I remember we did that show Meet a Muslim, and uh, where we had Ada in, and uh, we. Uh, I remember talking, you know, my philosophies on, like, people. And then I had another guy come up and say to me, um, you know, I heard what you said about the Muslims, and you're exactly right. We got to get these guys out of the country or whatever. <laughs> what? And I'm <laughs> like, whoa, said it it's That's not, not like, even remotely what I said. You know, it wasn't at all. It was, I was trying to say, like, get to know one for once in a while. You won't be so scared of them, you know? Like, the, this guy's just a normal guy. He's a good guy. And uh, they were not uh, getting that message. They got their own message, right? That's what I think what happens, I think, uh, when people, um, you know. When yeah, they take things out of context, right? It happens all the time, not just with us, but with yeah. anything. Yeah, with anything. The other thing I wanted to talk. This is real deep. I'm sorry. Deep. But I was, I, I'm enjoying it. Where, when are, when, 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 when are the laughs going to happen? <laughs> well, the laughs are going to happen with this. The next con the controversy on the show has always been Paul versus Steve. Right. Paul versus Steve was the old controversy, right? <laughs> we get that rivalry growing. Some may call it old hat. And then they they Steve. they buried the hatchet or whatever they did. I gave his lighter back. Oh, he gave lighter back? <laughs> and then those guys were those guys were fine. Now Steven oh. Steven doesn't have uh, a, a, an adversary 
within the uh, Dutch Hall group. So he picks another one, a new one. You started yeah. to notice it on message boards. A lot of chirping going on. Mm, a lot yeah. of chirping directed towards In charters. In one direction, eh? I know. Yeah. I noticed right. that. And then le- yes. Yeah, what's your fucking problem? And then last week, uh, uh, van. a penis was drawn on the back window of Dave Charter's minivan, which he tries to <laughs> cart his children around with. He's a Catholic. Yeah. Plays in the church conference. choir, for heaven's sakes. Not only that, I park in the uh, accessible parking spots right up front in every parking lot. <laughs> Yeah, everyone sees that. There's a big smiling penis on the back of your vehicle, right? Yeah. And this is what this is what Steve's Steve's throwing down. I think he's throwing down is what he's doing. Yeah. So what what is it between you? I don't know. I don't know where it came from, Steve. But just watch maybe your, watch maybe your it's because Steve loves you, Aww. and he's just he's like pulling out your pigtail. Oh, he's finally come to uh, yeah. And that soon he will be able to literally pull out your pigtails. <laughs> Because <laughs> the hair is growing out pretty good. Have you tried a man bun yet? No. No? I don't think I ever will try a man bun. Never? No. Because by the time it gets long enough, it'll be totally out? I'm surprised it hasn't been cut off in my sleep yet, to be honest. Oh. Your wife hates it that much? Yeah. I think my days are numbered. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. What about... Because your boy's got the same haircut. No, he got a haircut. I went to the barber on... Oh. Brought two of my boys to the barber on Saturday morning. And the barbers were giving me a real hard time, too. Oh, yeah. They said, did yeah. you get a haircut? Yeah, sit in the chair. I'm like, I'm not ready. When you say barber, <laughs> you mean a male that's cutting your hair. Well, I'm glad you asked, Michael. It's yeah. actually two girls that work at the barbershop. Oh. But they only cut men's hair. It's a men's barbershop. But they, yeah, they do barber cuts, I guess. Sure. Great spot do, in Brantford. Do they shave you, too? Big shout out to Vince. Like a straight, straight, straight blade? Oh, yeah, straight razor, yep. They even shave your, if you're not getting a shave, they even shave your neck anyway, like with the straight razor, you know? Nice. But do Still they nice uh, hot towel? Uh, and they wash your hair and stuff. Uh, they might have a sink in there, but it's not usually a wash kind of thing. It's you come in, you get a clipper cut kind of. Well, thing. then I won't go there. No, uh, you need. I need a good wash. I like to have my my scalp massage before. Yeah. Oh yeah. My haircut is what I like to have. You fellows don't have any hair. Do you, uh, <laughs> the other guys? I just get it cut by uh, Sweet Kelly. You, you oh. don't really? Yeah. Oh, man, that's actually quite it's liberating. Dynamite. It is. Do you cut your own hair, too, Steve? I sure do. Oh. You got a Floby? What do you do? you cut your own hair, Wes? Mine just falls out. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like, I, I think that's kind of lucky in a way. I can't do nothing with mine. It's ridiculous looking all the time, it's, but it's glorious and beautiful and thick, <laughs> like Charters is. It is full. Do you got any thinning at all, Charters? I don't think so. Like, my mom says, oh, your forehead's getting kind of high, but I don't know. I don't notice it. No? It's full and thick to me. <laughs> All business in the back. That's the nicest compliment your mom's ever paid you, isn't it? She's <laughs> <laughs> calling you big. Yeah. Yeah, wah, wah, wah. It's your poor Dave. Hey, Dave. Uh, hey, what? <laughs> hey, do you think at this point in the show we should get into a segment we call Feedback? We got feedback? Feedback. We got some feedback. feedback. 
Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This week's feedback is brought to you, as always, by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to our website, livefromthedutchhall.com, and click on either of our Amazon banners, uh, you can do your shopping, and uh, some of that money will come back and help the show, and we'll keep uh, putting it in the Dutch Hall. I'm a bad motherfucker wallet. It's a kitty. <laughs> That's our kitty where we will then put it into something great. Some snakes on this motherfucking plane. I don't know what we're going to put it into yet, but we have we have actually a little bit of a kitty built up. Maybe we can get Paul a nice CPAP machine. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah. That, that should be something that we have a... Uh, like a GoFundMe page for yeah. Paul. You can put the, like when he snaps in the Dutch hall, you just put the mask on him. Yeah, yeah he's fine. He's comfortable. He's fine. That's good. Oxygen, breathing, he's good to go. <laughs> Paul, when you woke up, did you know we, we were miking your snoring? No. <laughs> you'll, you'll find out tomorrow. You'll find out tomorrow when you listen to the show. <laughs> you were a big part of our opening. Yeah. You didn't think it was odd that big black thing was hanging right over your mouth? <laughs> he wakes up always with a big black thing hanging over his mouth. It was not a cock. <laughs> 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 Eves. It was the offshore. <laughs> it was the Zorta. <laughs> the Zorta cock. Anyways, uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> if you're on that website, you might as well click on the VG Meats coupon, print one out, bring it to either locations in Simcoe or Stony Creek and get a very good deal on some very good meats. If you're any closer to the farm, you need rubber boots. Boom, I banged that one yeah, off. Check out Stony Creek. Just it's pretty good down there. It is really nice. That location is really nice. It's beautiful down in Stony Creek. And, uh, you know, I want to do. We got a new sponsor today, TNT. Oh, oh. Really? Yeah. Was it TNT Furnishings? Yeah, TNT, wow. uh, TNT Furnishings and Tobacco Products. TNT Furnishings and Tobacco Products, right out of Blaney, Ontario. Yep. One of yep. the greatest tobacco, uh, uh, furniture and tobacco products companies that I've ever even heard of. <laughs> Refurbishing and whatnot. Yeah, what they'll do is they'll take an old bailing box and make it into a beautiful, a curio cabinet. What do you, is that? What you call it? End table, dry bar. What do you want to have? Yeah, maybe like a a, a butcher's block. Exactly. Wow. Is that what you call it? Sure. Is that what? Cool. You can make it into all those things that have an old bailing box. It brings you back to the old nostalgia times in Norfolk County when tobacco was riding high. Yeah, take your youth. TNT. Yeah, we're not good. We're dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> How do they get a hold of you, Michael? You can get hold of us at uh, 519-420-8657 or uh, bowfarms5 at gmail.com. And we'll take care of all your needs. That's great. That's coming from uh, bail boxes to uh, old sticks, <laughs> anything you need <laughs> as far as tobacco and tobacco products. And if That's you got, TNT re- refurbishing. And if you got any old tobacco slats or old tobacco stuff, we'll, you take, might as well, them. we'll take them. Yeah, they'll, they'll take them. Yeah. I, I'm putting myself in your company there, Mike. Well, you can. I'm because I feel like we're a part of it from the ground floor. We watch this thing flourish into what it is today. It's thriving is what it is. Investments, production, giddy up. <laughs> <laughs> He's all over it, folks. And our last sponsor is Yarmy Electric for today. What a great sponsor! You know Yarmy Electric. I just have to read. They're the, one of the greatest companies that are out there. They provide great service. But what they do is when they provide this great service is they create this reputation. That they're going to solve your every problem. What I'm here to tell you is leave the fucking guy alone. Yeah, what do you got? A problem in your fridge? Is the ball out? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't need to be troubled with your nonsense, right? This guy needs to do work for real people, right? You leave him alone. He's busy. Yeah. Is something important down where maybe you won't be able to put food on the table? Maybe then give him a call. But other than that, leave the poor man alone. He can barely stand. He's so tired. He's got a family. 
Jeremy likes to, if we don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. And if we don't get it right the second time. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know what? We haven't even talked about clean flow, but I'm going to just mention <laughs> clean flow because I didn't. Before, cause have we I'm dispensed a shot out of the old pump handle tonight? I don't think we have. I, I think, think it might be time there, Sleeping Beauty. Paul, maybe maybe <laughs> pump a shot out of the old clean flow Jagermeister dispenser that we received last week. And uh, we'll ha- that'll be a nice way to recognize our greatest sponsor in the history of sponsors. And uh, so every week we ask for feedback. Oh, shoot. I should plug the Dutch Hall Comedy Tour one more time. For sure. Yeah, you should. Dutch Hall Comedy Tour, uh, April. Oh, sorry. What's the first one? What are we, uh, March the 3rd. Bingo. In the, at the Kill Yard. If you, uh, yes. It'll be That's 10 bucks K-I-L-N. at the door. Kiln Yard. Kiln yes. Yard. That's right. I think I spelled it wrong on my thing a couple of times. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, Kiln Yard. Like yeah, I know. Kiln Yard for you, Cityettes. <laughs> As we like to call you. <laughs> there was a there was an ad for this like comedy contest in Vaughn, that was online and it was uh it they had a spelling mistake like the funniest comic in Vaughn but they spelled funniest wrong, <laughs> and it was like a very simple graphic you know and it was like you had to if you wanted to guarantee your entry you had to pay thirty bucks, so we're asking comics who don't get paid any money ever for anything, to like give thirty bucks to guarantee themselves entry in a contest where they'll tell you you're not as good as somebody else, <laughs> right? And they spelled wrong on their thing, right? <laughs> so the comics just started like lambasting them underneath of it on f- Facebook, like just hammering out how stupid their whole contest was, and they're not going to give them any money and stuff. And they, but it it was a uh, great to watch <laughs> that, eh? Because the guy was trying to do something they probably figured everybody would be all jazzed up about, and everyone's just like, "Fuck you! Take your thirty bucks and shove it up your ass." Yeah, that them's the breaks. That's how it goes. Yeah, you no blow shit. it on the internet, you're fucked. Yeah, that's right. You're gonna pay for it. That's right. No one will give you a break at all. That's what eh? Spell checks for. Yeah. Dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's that's the uh, Killyard is on March the third, and uh, there, uh, tickets at the door are ten bucks. Uh, then March seventeenth in Bramsterdam, uh, hosted by Brandon Sobel. And uh, then we will be uh, April 7th at Swazi's in Waterford. And we're just working out the final details Woo! of the Swazi's yeah. gig. Big time. That's and, a hometown uh, gig. Yeah. There, I think there might be dinner involved with that show. Uh, so it would be uh, you could be able to have a dinner package or just come for the show afterwards at 9 o'clock. And that, uh, all the details you can find on, uh, my, on Pete Van Dyke's Facebook page or... You could just listen to the show and what I just said. <laughs> right? That'll help, too. Yeah, Support Swazis, though. It's a great spot. Yeah, great spot. We're lucky to have a bar like that in Norfolk County. Yeah, we are lucky to have any bars in Norfolk exactly. County. The way the cops are all over them all the time. Uh, but you know you shouldn't drink and drive. Exactly. It's stupid and rude and irresponsible. Even though it's easy and we can all do it really well. And fun. <laughs> but don't do it. <laughs> but don't do it. Don't, do it. don't ever do it. Um, you know, we ask our listeners every week for feedback. And this week's no exception. We say Facebook, you go on Twitter, you know, you go on live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. And this week on live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com, we got this feedback from a, a guy that's a regular now. He's a regular uh, uh, member, a contributor to this uh, segment of the show, Dr. Bruce Veltry. Oh, yes. That's how you build a repertoire. He says, Hi, Peter. I just wanted to uh, make a quick comment. On that ass clown, master, 
Uh, he calls him Master <laughs> Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he means Master Nardi. Flowery Rick. Man. And he goes... Rose Petal Rick. <laughs> he goes, saying that he wanted to pork your wife. No class. No class Ooh, at wow. all. So he's really wow. throwing down the gauntlet. Two doctors, uh, uh, you know, prominent members of their communities, respectively, really starting, uh, really throwing down. At, oh, yeah. uh, I'm not, I don't know what Rick's response will be, but I'm, I'm telling you, he called him, uh, said he had no class. He should have just lust after her privately like everyone else. <laughs> he's probably just compensating for some shortcoming of his physical makeup. Whoa. Which is now saying he probably figures he has some sort of a small appendage. Is that what you would read into that, Dave? Sounds yeah. like little dick. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> for clearing that up. <laughs> little dick, Rick. Little dick. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that, Steve. I'm telling you, this is one of our greatest oh listeners, Rick, yeah, was. A lot great of, host. What a great these host. Are the, these great are the, the former listener of the week. Steve's calling saying he's a small dick. Steve's got to stay in the bus next time. He's not allowed in. No pasta for you. What a spread. And you know what? We got a, another piece of feedback. This one on uh, on Facebook, on our Live from the Dutch All page. Uh, it says uh, it's from our good friend uh, Bill Slayman. He likes to listen to our show while he's washing the dishes. Oh, Billy! Oh, yeah. And uh, Bill says, uh, "Got to rip into Paul." Got to rip into Paul. Man, way to drop the ball, he oh. says. Oh, fuck. commit to hosting the show, then bail out five minutes in after the four four minute and forty five second <laughs> musical intro. Horse <laughs> <laughs> <Poor> shit. <laughs> I was so excited to hear a different version of the show. Not that it's getting stale, he says in brackets, which is kind of saying that it's getting stale, right? That's right. Yeah, I think so. Got to stand up for charters. We all know he's the dead horse everyone has to beat to create the glue to keep the nocturnal emissions <laughs> together. <laughs> which I didn't really know that you had to actually huh. beat a dead horse clever. <laughs> to, get to get the glue from it. You, you kill it first, and then you beat it, beat the glue out of it, <laughs> right? But when you think about the glue of the nocturnal emissions, it does seem like Gross. it's more like jizz. Eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just sticking everything together. <laughs> just sticking everything. Dave's the jizz of the nocturnal emissions. <laughs> <laughs> He's the actual mess at the end that you feel <laughs> shame about. <laughs> he impregnates nothing. <laughs> uh that's actually not Dave at all. He impregnates people all the time. You should stop doing it. <laughs> Let me take that back. Yeah, please stop impregnating people. If you stand the two episodes together back to back, Charters is the better man. Oh. Watch your back, Pete. Glad your voice is back. I guess that's Paul's 15 seconds of fame. <laughs> Get washing your dishes, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> now, Paul, I got to stick up for you a little bit there. The stress of running the show, and I don't know if we ever talked about this properly in the past, is that uh, both Charters and Paul had the opportunity to host the show. Charters, you did it. Is there any like uh, takeaways that you can say from being having the responsibility of sitting in this chair? Responsibility is a really good word because that's what when when you're on that side over here is really easy in retrospect. When you're on that side of the table, you feel like like the show, everything that happens in the show is your responsibility. Every little bit of dead air seems like an eternity it, like and it's very stressful and it's funny because when you listen back to it the dead air that i heard when i was hosting was like nothing right mm -hmm. didn't even exist but uh when you're over there it's it's tough 
I'm glad I only had to do it once. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and Dave also had, was not working, so he had plenty of time to sit around and um, maybe make his notes on his computer and <laughs> research stuff. Right. Me, on the other hand, I was working every day while you, but Dave was just sitting on his ass, his scooter. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I had uh, very little time to prepare. So but, fuck the guy's voice. But was you did fun. also uh, vomit. Uh, uh, be f- thinking about it, right? <laughs> yes, I was nervous. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you had a barrel of nerves there. Yeah. So like, uh, th- I've listened to those commercials for three years. <laughs> you read them, every though. day, and you can't. You can't fucking remember him. I just that's the t- I blocked that time out when you just <laughs> ramble on. But I don't even listen. <laughs> yeah, it's clear. What was the? Th- <laughs> but I was like uh, Michael. I thought uh, that that lamp. I've, I, you've turned that lamp on a thousand times. The lamp that sits behind you. Out. And you, I always have to tell you, it's on the base. <laughs> the clicker is on the base. I'm more of a head guy, I guess. Yeah, you guys, when you're in here, you're in a different zone. You're into other things, eh? Yeah. Not the little details. Yeah. I like my file folder. I still don't have the lamp figured out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is a nice file folder, though. Oh, I'm going to nice. use it. i got all sorts of papers. So um, I'm going to have to call because we had those two two listeners or two feet pieces of feedback. I'm going to have to say Billy's is my favorite piece I've ever gotten. So, Billy Slayman, you're our listener of the week. You're the listener of the week. This is your week. It's your week, Billy. Grab your scootle duke. I'll get your scootle duke. <laughs> now the other guy that we have, we we have to uh, we I would be remiss if we didn't mention our good friend the Haitian dwarf, and uh, I don't have a lyric for it. <laughs> Do we need one? No. Haitian dwarf, you're out there. He's been with us from the beginning. He's been our little listener that's been with us since our very first show, like 170 shows ago or whatever it is now, uh, and. Uh, He's usually giving us feedback, I'd say most weeks. But since Trump's uh, taken over, uh, it's been very sparse. He's given us one message on our anniversary, uh, not very uh, uh, connected with the content of the show. It makes me think that he's either busy with his career or something terrible has happened to the poor guy. You know the health of these little people. It's not good. Plus, uh, the Haitians, though a lot of the pictures that people have sent us thinking that they found the Haitian dwarf, uh, depict him as a Spanish fellow. Right. I would say that uh, if you really, uh, the Haitian people are mostly uh, a darker shade of Spanish. Yes, very uh, African uh, looking, and to the fact if they see a white person, they actually think that they're like some sort of a weird spirit ghost <laughs> from the future or something, you know, because they've never seen it before. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm just saying that those those uh pictures are not accurate this guy's black as night night <laughs> right this uh the asian dwarf is that's what just wanted to tell you if you're looking for the guy don't look for a spanish guy we're looking for him we want to make sure he's okay he's but he's darker he, than that yeah he's he's uh he's midnight black he's lunar eclipse yes he's really uh, missed the little guy he's sealish he's sealish yeah Oh, like the seal of the singer? Yes. What is on his face? Is that freckles? I don't know, but he's dark. Oh, no, like... I think it's scars. That's a scar, Pete. Scars? 
Oh, I think so. Yeah. What, did he get shot in the face with a bird Perhaps rifle? Perhaps he got burned <laughs> by a frying pan. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I thought tortured or something. like. I think Wesley Snipes is the blackest guy I know. He's kissed by a rose. You know Wesley Snipes? No, I don't know Wesley Snipes, but I know he's. I I know him as a who he is, and he's black. He's the blackest guy I think I know. Like the darkest guy, Blade. He's a vampire slayer too. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that black people make fun of each other for how black they are? Mm-hmm. What? That there's different 100% levels. Hundred percent, they do. Yeah, yeah. They call each other like high yellow and stuff like that if they're uh, if they're making fun of each other for and midnight. They will call each other midnight and stuff. It's funny. But it's like it's like in, internal racism. I wish we had we could do that for white. Well, we kind of do it for like uh, the people that are like the Oliver, right? Olive shade yeah, of we, white. That's exactly. Or like super white. Like uh, I have a couple nephews I call Glacier. Oh, because they're too <laughs> white. They're so white, they're like transparent white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like Milky off uh, that movie with Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, me myself and Irene. Right, yeah. Milky. Yeah, the, the, that is true. We do do it then. Yeah. So we do the same thing. Ah, that's cool. We're all the same. People are all the same. Isn't that great, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> so because my uh, our friend Willie Naylor had decided to stiff us again, we had to dig deep into the uh, into the, the guest bank of one of our favorite guests of all times. And we'd like to introduce him here today. He's a distant cousin of mine. He's recently traveled from the Netherlands. Uh, to join us here in Canada, where he's been uh, residing for some time. He's my good cousin, Yves Van Dyke. Yves, how are you? Oh, yes. Very good. <laughs> Traveled many kilometers. De- oh. And uh, <laughs> you're back in the Dutch Hall. Are you happy to be here? Oh, yes. I always like coming visiting my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been smoking for, Yves? Tell you the Tinder stuff. Have <laughs> to smoke some cigarettes <laughs> to get you into it, eh? Well, I wanted to talk to you because we have you in here today. I wanted to say this week, you know, normally in the the weeks when I'm preparing for life in the Dutch Hall program, I'll go on uh, line, I'll read uh, some of the newspapers, you know, I'll go on to watch the news, and I'll try to see what's going on in the world. Right? This week, nothing. I haven't done anything at all. The papers and the pictures. I haven't looked at any of those things, so I was wondering, just not just you, Eves, but for the rest of the guys here today, too, has anyone paid attention to what's happened this week at all in the news? It's been sunny, sunny, and sunny. I must say, uh, Oh, yeah, we set a record temperature. It's all about how warm it is? Hottest day since 1984 or something. Broke a record. Really? Yeah, February, what's the date? 20. It was like yesterday, 22nd, hottest, hottest day on record. I come to Canada. I saw that in the news. What is this? It's weird fact. Weird facts. Oh, yeah, weird facts. I come to Canada to bring my bicycle. <laughs> Your bicyclette? Oh. Yes. I uh, cannot believe the temperatures. In Holland, it is minus. Here, plus. Oh. Celsius. Are the tulips bulging yet? Yes, the tulips are booting. <laughs> Who's tending your tulips right now? Uh, I'm tending to my greenhouse with oh. my wife, Atta. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> your wife, Atta? Oh, my tonta, Atta. Oh, your tonta, Atta. Uh, slip, slip of the tongue, top of the teeth. Oh, it's <laughs> not a Freudian slip? <laughs> Sometimes when we say in Holland, I get to make the, how you say, uh, 
Mish communication. Oh, just a language barrier thing. Whoops. Yeah. Whoops, <laughs> I crap a bunch. <laughs> Oh. Is that uh, not how you say it? I hear it's on the uh, television. Yes, it is, dude. Some people say you shit your pants or shit the bed. Say, oh, no, I poop uh, in my sheets. <laughs> you Better po- get the bletzka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a hard poop then. If you clean it up with a bletzka. Otherwise, if it's liquidy, you might need... You might need a uh, shopvac. <laughs> I was thinking a scootle, dude. But a shop bag would work, too. Is there a unit in the greenhouse? Yes. Um. <laughs> so basically, none of you guys have watched the news or anything in a week's time. <laughs> like you just get a, because and that and and you know I had to take a break from it because it was getting to be too much. Like every day something crazy was happening, and I just said I had to take a break. You know, it was getting to be too nuts. And uh, then I was thinking like if people are just busy with their lives, you know, like just going to work, like. Paul was saying the sun's shining and you go to work, right? You, you you don't have to give a shit what's going on in uh, Washington with, with uh, Trump or whatever. Trump. Oh, yeah. No, I got to know if I got to bring my sunglasses or not. <laughs> because you still got to do that work no matter what, right? Yeah. Sunglasses or rain jacket. That's all I want to know. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, there's no real reason to get caught up in all that bullshit and get yourself all worked up. And that's why old people get so worked up about politics, I think, because they don't they don't have anything else to do. So they just watch the news until they get CNN crazy. CNN all day. That's what my parents do. Do they really? My mom mostly, yeah, CNN. Man. And so they get crazy from it, right? Yeah. It's too much. It's too much, like, misery. Yeah, she's hooked. They only tell you bad news, eh? There's no good Yes. Yeah, like how I I understand if a person gets in a car accident, right? Like that there's uh there's like a, it's like a event, I suppose. But is it really news? Well, they got to tell everybody. Yeah. I don't see why it's news like for a person to get if a person gets in a car accident or if like uh like something bad happens to somebody somewhere. Like there's something bad happens all the time to people, right? Isn't there? That's right. There so was wh- just a death in Waterford actually this week. Guy fell oh, through yeah. the ice. Really? Yeah. yeah. At the ponds or something? At the ponds, yeah. He's out skating with his young, like a grandson or something. 67-year-old guy that was skating with his 9-year-old. And he went through the ice, and the kid went through the ice. And somebody pulled the kid out, but he didn't make it. The, oh, the, my goodness. But it was also 14 degrees that day. Yeah, yeah he should have been skating on the yeah. ice. My dog fell through the ice on my pond. I let my dog out before hockey on Tuesday and yelled for the dog to come back he didn't come back i looked and just saw a head and two paws sticking out of the ice in the center of the freaking pond oh no so i went out there and tried to call my dog in and no it wasn't smart enough to move its paws it just kind of froze there (laughs) so i had to go in (laughs) did you really break through the ice and pull my my dumb dog to safety wow it was cold Good it's fresh job, out man. of a hot shower, you right into a cold pond. <laughs> really? <laughs> you just break through the pond to grab that dog? And I just smashed the ice in front of wow. him and grabbed him by the collar and pulled him in. Jesus. <laughs> Man's best friend. You could take yeah. away Maybe he'll stay off pain. the pond now, eh? Well, yeah, now that the ice is gone, now the first step is just splash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, we were all playing That's hockey scary. on it, right? And then so yeah. he just thinks it's something to walk on. Hey, right, right, right. He found out the hard way. I like when you see animals fall through the ice and then they and they get rescued. They sh- sometimes show that online. I'll watch those videos every time. 
It's always a good it's always a good news thing at the end when they can bring the deer out of the ice or yeah. something like that. And then he gets hit by a car like right ten <laughs> seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> they really are like just giant rats, eh, deer? Like they're not like uh they're just kinda pests, aren't they? I don't know. They taste good. I yeah. think they taste better they're than rats. That you can, like, kill I don't know, man. I watched a program with the uh, where they cooked up rats or like mice. I think it was mice. Door mice. You know what a, a dormouse is? No, like little mice. Uh, no, a big mice. It's almost like a like a guinea pig. Oh, lots of meat on their bones. Yeah. Oh. And everybody that tried it, they said it tastes like pork. Hmm. Yeah, they said it tastes just like pork. And por- what's more delicious than pork? Nothing. Beef. Bacon. Mm-hmm. You think beef's more delicious than pork? Yeah. Oh, I like pork better. I like a well, yeah, some things, right? But same with beef, you can get shitty beef, like oh, the yeah. bad cuts, right? But uh, but pork is always delicious. Salty. <laughs> but bacon is never bad. No. And uh, neither is like pulled pork. If you have pulled pork, it's always good. Oh, it's best. Mm. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Ribs? Ribs? I'd rather have pork ribs than beef ribs. Yeah, yeah me too. How do you argue that, Michael? Ribs. Mm-hmm. I just like beef. Sorry, guys. <laughs> like our sponsors, you guys are fucking pricks. Go fuck yourself. Well, they, they, sell, they, sell pork at, they sell pork at VG Meats. Do they? Yeah, they sell pork That's products That's not their there. bread and butter, though, is it? No, it's not their bread and butter. I know. But I do like pork. I'm sorry, VGs, but I like pork. I'm telling you, the pig is a delicious animal when you can murder it. Yeah, and you know what's nice is a nice salonesh Yeah, salonesh Which... That's a bacon fry. It's a Hungarian tradition. It's a peasant tradition where you 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 uh, you cook a bacon slab on a stick over a fire, and then you uh, put on a piece of nice uh, fresh bakery bread, hopefully from Cortland Bakery, you know, because they know what they're doing there. Cortland, even though their hair is all freaky, it's sweet bread. <laughs> it is sweet bread. You know, you put that down. You uh, put some onions and maybe peppers and. Uh, uh, tomatoes maybe mm. on it or maybe just uh you, and then you put the you put the bacon grease you know, the drip on the bread mm. and then you cut the bacon off until you have a nice greasy piece of bacon like it's like a blt kind of thing and then you just eat the greasy bread in, until uh your arteries clog <laughs> completely <laughs> you go into cardiac arrest yeah, yeah and that's when it's really good <laughs> oh it's a it's a wonderful day in front of an open fire you know <laughs> we do it all the time. It's a tradition in our family. It's all initiative. What I heard today about Solonishitouche is uh, that it's all about the fire. The fire's got to be real low. You don't want a flame. You want a hot fire. Yeah, you want like coals, eh? Uh, you want just coals. That's why I'll put down like charcoal sometimes, like just so the charcoal bed will be down. And then I, I put that on top of the wood, you know, so that it'll, it'll die down so it's just coals. And then that burns nice. And the old people always know that you don't go at the beginning, you go at the end, you know, when the fire's the lowest because then you can have the be- best control over your bacon. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's, all, it's, it's all a beautiful art. Mm. I love it. Anyways, um, what else? Oh, I wanted to ask you guys a question because it came up before the show. And it was, uh, what year? What, how old were you guys uh, when you uh, first uh, were turned on to women? When you realize that you were like interested in women. Good question. Hmm. Grade seven, maybe six, seven. And you got kids that are uh, that age now, right? Yeah, yeah. They and uh, they into girls. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they are. Wow, wow, wow. So. <laughs> 
So is that an, uh, that's another? It's not like an open topic of conversation or anything, but I'm pretty sure, yeah. They like girls. Yeah. And you, do you so, but you have to talk about it at some point, don't you? Um. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about it. It's it's always like as as much as you want to be like open and and like be their you know friend and like make it an easy conversation. It never is. It's always awkward. Do you have to talk to your kids about porno because they have the internet? Um, I don't know if I have to, but I have <laughs> talked to them about, you know, like it's okay. And, uh, if you, you know, I can help you find appropriate material if you're looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. There's a lot of crazy <laughs> shit out there, right? That they're not ready for. But I think at that age, like they're going to be looking right. So don't, wouldn't you, you guys are laughing, but I'm, it's serious. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't want them getting into some really crazy shit in grade seven. You say stick to the incest porn and the, <laughs> you know, and the regular threesomes and stuff like Stay that. Stay away from fisting. You guys aren't ready. Yeah. yeah. This well, is a exactly, great one right? that they just blow it on her face. It's just a nice blow it on her face porn. Just a traditional, <laughs> you know, like a regular, you know, standard <laughs> moves, you know? <laughs> Like blowjob, and then like sex, and then maybe a little anal, and then <laughs> come shot on the face. And that's just your regular yeah. turn of events. Those are the things they can find without even trying to find them. So yeah, you know, you'd be happy that they just found It's a dangerous world to navigate the internet. Right. Well, what about you young. get what you give? So ask him the same question. <laughs> I have two girls. Oh, thank you, mm. Jane. Well, you, Did you talk to your girls about about pornos? Yeah. No, because they're not going to watch pornos. Because uh, they uh, don't have the internet. They think it's gross. Yeah, Pine Grove Internet. See, you lucked out. Yeah, until Justin Trudeau screws it all up with their <laughs> essential services. Fuck that. We need it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Then they're going to get all the porn they want. But you, do you really think a little girl's going to sit there and watch porno? It's not made. It's not meant for them. I don't know. It's not. It's it's like me listening to uh, like pop music. At what age do girls get interested in guys? Or Jane. whatever. Yeah, but why would they? Well, it's still porn. Or other girls or whatever. I guess I have to ask you. You're a girl, Jane. You're the only girl in the room. So, like, porno for for you is was that yeah. something that you watched when you were a kid? Did you look for a porno magazine or anything like that? No, or? no, no, no. So, guys, grade eight, like first kiss, maybe. But nope, like porno, not on my radar for. Well, <laughs> Ever. <laughs> that was your fault. <laughs> yeah, I did bring her to a party one time, and uh, it, my friend was a real pervert, right? He's a real pervert, and it was like his 18th birthday party. His girl, his uh, girlfriend, threw it for him as a surprise party, and when we went to his house, he was got so excited, and he's like, "Mom, mom, where's my two tons? Where's my two tons?" He kept yelling, right? And uh, his mom's like, "I'm not getting that stupid thing for you, that filthy thing for you." You know, she's like arguing with him, and he finally finds it. It's like a VHS tape. Two Tons of Fun, it's called, right? Oh, boy. And it uh, shows, it, it opens up, the opening scene is a girl giving oral sex to a guy, and uh, she's giving him oral sex. And it's just a close shot of, like, uh, the penis in her face, you know? It's just a headshot of the girl. And then it uh, slowly would, uh, pans out at one point in time to expose her gigantic body, right? Because she's, like, in, she's two tons of fun, right? Oh, boy. And then, uh, and then the... Then the plumber shows up and he's like, uh, he, she's like, oh, thank God you're here. My toilet's all clogged up with shit is what her line was. That's in romantic. The movie. Yeah. I think I cried. 
Yeah. <laughs> this is the movie Jane's watching, you know? And then at one point in time, this big lady's just getting reamed by the plumber, you know, and stuff like that. And my buddy, Je- uh, sorry, I shouldn't say his name. But my buddy's, uh, <laughs> my sure. buddy's just laughing his ass off. It's the most, it's the funniest thing for him in the world. He just thinks this is the best entertainment. And then the next, uh, the next porno came up and uh, it was, uh, I forget what it was called, Taste of Sugar or something like that. And the and the, it was basically like a wedding party, where uh, they wanted to make us uh, they wanted to make like a nice uh, reception party for um, for this wedding couple, like so they were like making me hors d'oeuvre trays, but the girl would like shove the olives in her uh, vagina and stuff like that, and then put them on the tray, so that it would become like an aphrodisiac when everyone ate the olives, then they would end up. Uh, feeling randy and then uh they had sex Does too at the work? party yeah it just makes sense yeah but at one point in the movie there was a music montage uh like uh, w- and my buddy got grabbed his guitar and played the entire no. song from <laughs> the music montage and sang along with it <laughs> that's how many times he's watched it <laughs> yeah he loved he loved this movie so much you know it was just as he thought all his friends are here. I'm going to play the movie for him because they're all here at one time. So he can, <laughs> he can show them how great it is. <laughs> it was one of, anyways, Jane did cry. She did cry because she had never seen or heard of anything so horrible in her life. And I had exposure to that because I thought it was hilarious, too. I really did enjoy it. <laughs> I never seen anything like it. I must say I didn't uh, get into girls until about grade nine or ten. Really? Yeah. You wanted the differences? I was preoccupied. Sports, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sports will take you away from pussy every day. Yeah. That's why you keep your kids busy, to keep them out of the girls, right? And then pussy will take you out of sports. Yeah, that's what happened. Well, it will distract you. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. I'm not playing hockey this year. I'm just going to chase tail. (laughs) Solid plan. That would be great. That's your whole pastime. Just Jason Tail. That's kind of what it was uh, for me. That's why I was happy to find my wife early in life because um, I, before that, I was just thinking every possibility, every girl that walked by, you're like, maybe that girl will fuck me. Maybe, maybe that girl will fuck me. You know, like there's that constant wondering if every girl is the one that's going to say yes to you. You know what I mean? You don't know. So you're, you're, whole, you're preoccupied with that all the time. You just think about like pussy all the time. And then when you finally get someone, then you uh, stop thinking about it, then you can move on with your life because you know where you're going to get pussy from. It's going to be from her. Start the next chapter. All right. You can actually like get a job and like try to work on like finding a house and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Figuring out ways to eat. Real things. <laughs> yeah, real things because now you're not concentrating on where to put your dick all the time. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you want to do something? We're going to end the show with a little segment we call Weird Facts, and this one's dedicated to our friend. Willie Naylor. Willie Naylor wants to rescue two people from a burning building. The one person had his lighter in her pocket. What? That makes sense. I heard they use uh, Willie Naylor's uh, foreskin as a tarp at Yankee Stadium when it rains. <laughs> Willie facts. Willie Naylor's pubic hair once housed a family of small mice, and one of those mice 
went on to star in Ratatouille. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Wasn't that a rat? No, it was a mouse. It was in Ratatouille. It's called Acting Day. It was a it was a background player day. It was just a day player. Uh, extra? Oh yeah. <laughs> Willie Naylor had sex with my wife once. I videotaped it. It was the most beautiful thing I ever seen. <laughs> Brings a tear to your eye. <laughs> what were you say? Willie Naylor's tears can cure cancer, but he's never cried. <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> I hear he has a toenail on the end of his penis. <laughs> What's that for? It's for scratching, Jane. It's that long, Jane. Yeah. Got he's got an, an elbow on his cock. <laughs> That's another one. I heard he's got an elbow on his cock. But that's not... Willie's dick isn't actually that big. To be honest with you. Willie facts. Willie Naylor once uh, acted as a Zamboni at a Hamilton's Bulldogs game by snorting the ice. (laughs) (laughs) What? Is that one? He didn't know he had to do it three times. They had to flood it after he was done. Anyways, do you think that's enough or we got one more in this? Willie Naylor is, uh, I don't know. He's really a disappointment. He's really a disappointment. I'm going to tell you that right now. Because what you do is you, you, you commit and then you don't show up. It's unforgivable. And we still do nice facts about Two it. times. Two times, yeah. Yeah. Well, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. I'm the fucking idiot here. Right? You know what I'm saying? Anyways, guys, I want to thank you all for listening. This has been our show this week. It's been a bit of a shit show, so I appreciate everyone sticking it out to the end. I've been your host, Pete Van Dyke. Support our uh, events coming up at the Nocturnal Emissions uh, in Otterville on March 31st. The Live from the Dutch Hall Comedy Tour and the Kill Yard on uh, March 3rd. Bramsterdam, March 17th. And Swazis in Waterford on April the 7th. Other than that, we will uh, see you in tea. See you next Thursday. Yeah?